0: This is a shout-out to my main man, Slammin' Steven Govditch. I hope I pronounced
1: your last name right, brother. Reading's not the Hulkster's biggest uh, biggest strength there. But anyway, I just want to say thank you for supporting Genesis Gems, dude. (laughs)
2: Good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Genesis Gems episode 59 where we're going to cover Bubsy. Uh, With me this time is
3: Aaron. Hey guys. What's up Aaron?
2: Hey and we got two special guests with us tonight. Very excited to have these guys. I've been listening to the uh, explicit podcast lately. Uh, Very dirty podcast. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But really excited to have the guys from Retro Bliss here. Uh, You guys like to introduce yourselves? No,
0: <laughs>
2: get off the show. I'm Trevor.
1: It's uh, very nice to be here.
0: I'm Johnny. I was forced to be here. And by that, I mean <laughs> I begged. And you finally said that I could.
1: Now I'm the one that's been begging for about what six months now.
0: Oh yeah, for I think we brought it
1: up. You brought up like six months ago.
0: Hey, by the way, I do a
3: podcast, and you guys do a <laughs> podcast. Maybe we should podcast put our heads together.
0: Yeah, we need friends in our lives because we have just each other, and that's it. <laughs> that's all we have. It's a sad statement, but true. We're retroblust. <laughs> by the way. Yeah, check us out.
1: Yeah, I was on your show. It was fun. Yeah. Yes, Aaron was a special guest and he brought the show up a couple notches. Yeah. But yeah. now it's just us again. Yeah,
0: with Aaron on our show, we sounded like we knew what we were saying,
2: which is <laughs> unusual. And you guys just covered Maximum Carnage, too. Love that show. I left it uh, yesterday. yesterday. We cover,
0: yeah, we cover all games from all the systems until, what, the year 2000?
1: I think 99 the is an arbitrary
2: number. Made up. Yeah, so, <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, in the year 2000. <laughs> 2000 feels yeah. like the future. We can't do that and be called Retro Blue List. So. Well, you yeah. got the Dreamcast, though, that I think went into 2002,
3: right? Yeah. Came out in 99. That's how we get around that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
1: That's
0: words, we just wanted to play Dreamcast games. Exactly.
3: <laughs> oh, I know. All <laughs> right, we're going to cover uh, Typing of the Dead on our Patreon yes, soon. Yes, we are. Oh, I want- our first Dreamcast game.
2: Speaking of Ooh. Patreon, patreon.com Genesis Gems. Go in there and donate a dollar a month. You'll get that episode. So, bam.
1: Woo!
0: and I've cheated and listened to the ones that Trevor's done that.
4: <laughs> oh,
0: Cheating—that's like oh no!
2: Uh, <laughs> you pay them a dollar.
0: I'm one of those kind of people. One of those. I've no, years.
2: <laughs> I'm always afraid there, there's one gentleman out there, and he knows exactly who he is. Who gave us some money through PayPal, and I gave him like the secret link. I'm like he could probably be going out there and giving that out to all kinds of folks, couldn't he? Selling it on the black market. Yeah, and you I know. do. <laughs>
3: Because you know, Genesis podcast, it's just like a hot business right it now. It It is.
0: <laughs> I'd buy it. That's definitely black market material. That's where oh, our show's yeah. going next.
2: <laughs> so, if the, if the listeners wanted to find Retro Bliss, where would they have to go on the internet?
0: Well, if you could look through the deepest, darkest parts of the world.
1: <laughs> uh, the where dark web? Some, Yeah, the
0: dark web. <laughs> yeah.
1: What he's trying to say is go to <laughs> iTunes and search for Retro Bliss. Go to Stitcher and search for Retro Blist or Facebook or Instagram.
0: Just look for Retro Blist, and you may or may not be happy that you did this. (laughs) Yep. That's
1: a good show. You could go to
3: North Carolina. That's where you guys are, right?
0: Yes. If you couldn't tell from our glorious
1: accents, (laughs) (laughs) what's talking about?
3: (laughs) It could just uh, go over to your place, and uh, you guys could just record a live episode for that listener.
1: Yeah, yeah, for that we'll one that.
3: Listen,
2: uh, for that
0: listener. <laughs> Don't put that past me. I'm not kidding. I need attention.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and listeners, we will be putting their links in our show notes as well, so you can check that out there as well. So sweet. I guess we should have mentioned
1: that we're on the back issue's book podcast network.
0: Yeah, we should go ahead and Yeah, our <laughs> producer does that show, so we need to give it yeah, kudos to He's a great guy. He
2: deserves a mention. Yeah, he's a great producer. <laughs> Aaron saves we, your show. Aaron we need a producer. That just sounds cool. I'm we gonna, do. We hire producer. a producer. Yeah. To yeah. be fair, he's
0: just my friend and he just happens to be good at this. So literally I'm just just lucky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <sighs>
2: so it kinda works but out. It sounds fancy. Yeah, it does. It, does. Sound fancy.
0: It, it sounds better if we say we have a producer.
2: <laughs> I'm like, that's just not fair. I want one. Anyways, <laughs> well,
0: literally, you are well, the producer.
2: I am the producer. It makes you
0: feel better. If it makes you feel better, Nick, we've made way more money off of a GoFundMe for Bubsy 3D than we have off of our entire show. <laughs> <laughs> we made $18. It's all in
3: how you package things. It's that's yeah. how it goes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and
3: didn't uh, everyone donate $9 each? Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't know who started it. <laughs> uh, it was Bubsy. Bubsy yeah. started it.
2: You need some more publicity. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I actually made uh, Trevor tweet their GoFundMe at Bubsy the
1: Bobcat on Twitter. Did Bubsy ever
0: say? Anything? I don't think I have
1: a response yet, but uh, oh, Bubsy stuck I'm up.
0: Oh man, what's up, Bubsy? He like Bubsy.
1: <laughs> Just kidding. Are we allowed to bash other shows? I, I think we can do that yet. Sorry,
3: you're on the right show for that.
1: Yeah, only if it's two
2: dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Only people you actually love. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the hate. The hate. Hey, what do you call a pile of kittens? What's that? Wait, wait, let me think about it. It's um, a pile of meowton.
4: So like, oh. oh. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. if you guys would
2: like to follow us the Genesis Gems on the web you can check us out at www.genesisgymspodcast.com check us out on facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. join our facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash genesisgyms send us an email at Podcast at gmail.com follow us on twitter at gengyms check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher and we are part of the Retro Junkies Network at theretrojunkies.com if you guys would like to get some cool exclusive content uh, prizes we got a, a junk box that's going to go around later Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Gyms. To get the exclusive episodes, you only have to donate $1 a month. All the other tiers are listed on the page. You get cool stuff like Landon will give you a cool hawkster in- intro, which we have on the beginning of most of these shows. Aaron's going to write a song. We do some uh, monthly giveaways, so go check that out, patreon.com slash genesisgems. And we actually have a new patron uh, since the last time we recorded. Uh, $3 a month goes to Brody Pedal. He uh, recently did this about two days ago, so thank you very much, Brody, for being a patron, uh, patron on the Genesis Gems podcast. So there you go.
1: Yeah. Wow, good job oh, i just want to
2: mention real
0: quick well we have a Patreon. our first donator was uh it says here abraham lincoln
2: which is pretty <laughs> incredible
0: because he's been dead for over well over 100 years we don't have a Patreon. continue nick <laughs> he,
2: he says his quote was uh, be excellent to each other right
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: oh i finally
1: get that now
0: his quote was I get this that. podcast is so great i'm gonna go see a play
4: <laughs> oh yeah, dude <laughs> All right. That's
2: too much fun. <laughs> I need to go watch Bill and Ted again. It uh, was a great movie. I need to watch it again. It was an excellent adventure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's shoot on to the next segment of this podcast. This is called Sega Snippets.
4: Tap one, two. Sega.
2: Now it's time for Sega Snippets. Woohoo. And uh, real quick, I'll go first because this is kind of on my mind. Um, I posted on the group page yesterday. One pickup I had. I haven't went shopping in a while, and I went to a game store yesterday. Uh, as about 50 minutes from my house, and uh, I was kind of planning buying a bunch of stuff, and I ended up just getting one game, which is kind of sad. But uh, I picked up uh, Samurai Showdown. Uh, got it in the box. There's no manual, unfortunately, but it is the uh, box in the game. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Neo Geo fighting games lately on on the Switch yeah you know, there's a whole bunch of neo geo games out there so i've been playing like art of fighting and fatal fury and the king of fighters things like that uh i suck at those games really bad but i really like playing them <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh i saw samurai show down there and i couldn't pass it up so i had a lot of good memories with this one um of course it came out around the time with street fighter mortal kombat all that stuff was real big so uh but you know it kind of was like the precursor to soul caliber where everyone had a weapon uh, everyone had their own fighting styles with the weapon
4: yeah
2: uh usually went around a sword of some sort so um of the guy uh, with with the dog. <laughs> That's guy yes, he's my favorite. <laughs> Can't remember. He's his name always though. better with weapons. All and, and, kind of
0: games, I'm and right. always better with dogs. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah, absolutely.
3: And and I made me think of a uh, bushido blade. also. oh, oh, those oh yeah. yeah. That was a those are one. cool games, like one hit. Yeah. Kill
2: games, right? You or yeah. you didn't
3: have really have a, a health meter in those. And you like <laughs>
2: slice the guy's leg, and he's limping and crap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that game was awesome.
3: <laughs> cool. Yeah, so, uh,
2: yeah, Sega. What have you guys been up to? I'll let uh. We'll go next.
1: Let our guests go for yeah. it,
2: I hog the, the spotlight.
1: Well, since Retro Blissed, uh, find us on iTunes and Stitcher. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> do it, man. I, over and over again. <laughs> since, <do it. laughs> since we're hey, weekly. Key. I don't know if I mentioned this, but we're a weekly podcast. So we're, what we've been playing lately is usually what we play for the show. Um, we played Maximum Carnage last week, like you mentioned, which is a pretty cool Spider Man game uh we <laughs> spoiler alert we played uh bubsy 2 today <laughs> for our next episode and uh yeah so that'll be interesting just
0: so everybody knows we played bubsy 2 today before we played bubsy 1 and that's going to affect how we talk about bubsy 1 yep. one way or the other
3: i imagine <laughs> it will yeah. and i and i think it has something very specifically to do with uh how often you die we'll
1: we'll, see we'll We'll see see. we'll see we've also been playing some sega saturn lately i've really been getting back into that um i don't know that it holds up the best but i've always loved my saturn so oh
3: yeah there's a lot of great saturn games that hold up i think
1: yep johnny have you played any that i that weren't involving this podcast no i've only played the ones that involve our podcast (laughs) that's really our lives i mean that's that's (laughs) our life
3: i mean you guys you do a weekly podcast so that means you guys have done about 300 shows in the past three weeks
1: yeah easily easily and at least ten more good so
2: yeah
3: yeah
1: it's a good percentage pretty
3: good pretty good average there uh i guess for me uh main things of course i found out that both of my sega tracks made it onto awesome things
1: so my sega
3: track for the ym 2017 the sega genesis cartridge coming out here soon uh next month in fact i believe in august Um, my track is on there. You can go to, it's YM2017.com. Go to the Cat Skull website and, uh, you can pre-order, you can even preview the tracks that are going to be on the album. And there's going to be a band camp, uh, with, I think about 15 tracks. And, uh, the coolest thing about the cartridge is that it's going to have a light up LED, uh, that will play along with the music will be pretty awesome. Uh, otherwise, I also submitted a song to Chip Tunes Equals Win Volume 6 with my buddy Chain Reaction. And uh, there were 170 tracks that people submitted, which is amazing. And only 51 tracks were selected. Uh, there was like a huge uh, judging panel uh, that went through every track, bless their hearts. And uh, my track was selected again this year. So that's uh, completely awesome. Another Sega Genesis song. Um, so I can't wait for you guys to hear that as well. Uh, and then the final thing was uh, I got to hang out with my buddy Jesse today, uh, who coincidentally uh, I, I shoved him into our Genesis Gems group. Um,
1: and yeah, That's how we get we, all
2: of our listeners. It's about like brute force. We just, listen. Brute force. Uh,
1: That's a good – write that down, Johnny. I write it down,
2: brute right. force. How do you spell brute? Is it two O's? A-A-R-O-N.
3: <laughs> it's, it's like the cologne. It's B-R-U-T with
1: an out. Well, that's all i wear, so that works. <laughs> uh,
3: so, yeah, I, I went over to Jesse's place, and uh, we played some Sega Genesis on the Wii, actually. Ooh. And uh, about the best use for the Wii now. Uh, <laughs> let's play some Sega Genesis games. no. Uh, yeah, so we were playing some games on there. Uh, we actually tried to run through X-Men 2, and we both kind of proved how bad we are at that game. Mm. Uh, because we got to, like, the third stage, and we just kept dying. And it's the part where you have to, like, go through the level backwards because it's on fire and exploding. It's kind of like Super Metroid yes. almost. Yeah. And it's so hard to beat that section with two people because your timing just gets thrown off so much. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. My recommendation is let one player, uh, just let the first player run through those first three areas. Let them do all the work. <laughs> and then join in at about the fourth stage and it gets a little better. But, uh, yeah. Cool game. And then... Uh, I was showing some, uh, showing him some other games. Um, like he, would never played Super Baseball 2020, or uh, I wanted to show him some Sonic ripoffs uh, or knockoffs besides Bubsy. Actually, Bubsy <laughs> was the first game we played when
0: I got over there. He picked it.
3: He's like, let's really? fire this up, and we we played it two-player alternating, and he got to see Bubsy in all its glory.
0: Is he gonna listen yeah, to that? So. Picks a genius.
1: It's <laughs> done. Yeah. Especially when uh, I have other options.
0: <laughs> I don't know if
3: he'll listen to this, but he is a friend of mine. He listens to me enough, so <laughs> that's alright.
2: He just gets to live ask Aaron. He's like, Aaron, let's hang out. I gotta ask you like eighty questions.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I just spout out random facts and then he's in the other room or somewhere and I'm still talking. <laughs> that's our podcast. Uh, <laughs>
0: that's literally know. our show. <laughs> You're one of those uh, guys. <laughs>
3: but uh so I showed him two games that I don't think many people know about that are pretty interesting Sonic-like games. Uh, High Seas Havoc is one where I think you play as some sort of uh, think you're not a penguin, you're some sort of marsupial creature that's not Sonic the Hedgehog Uh, and then you play as um, an electric duck in Socket and that was the other game Oh
1: yeah, Socket
3: Socket to me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I remember.
1: that's a pretty cool game. Yeah. Socket's yeah, pretty interesting.
3: It's not, it's not bad, but the problem is, yeah, the slowdown and yeah. there's just some frustrating parts to it. But the music is great in both of those games. Um, just wish the gameplay was better in Socket. But that's that's about what I have for socket Sega me, snippets.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah Socket to me. Well, I just want to add that that uh, Sega Genesis cartridge Aaron talked about is just awesome. Oh yeah, it looks really cool. If I can find a way to get hold of that. And Aaron's track is actually pretty awesome too, and he didn't pay me to say that. Nope. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes, yes you but can we expect to that check in the, the mail. Yes. yes. <laughs> Any day now. <laughs>
3: I it might be a blank check. I don't know.
0: This oh, is a, sweet. We can write anything we want in those. I'll just write "Let's be friends." I've seen that movie.
2: <laughs>
4: blank check, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: what was his name? <laughs>
2: Pressing. Oh, I remember that movie. That was, that was, that... <laughs> it was Like a
0: Disney <laughs> movie, wasn't oh, it? Was yes,
2: Disney movie with a kid. bad right? I'm no, sure no, no, was. That, that was the first kid. I'm thinking it was Robocop. That was the first kid. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Man. Robocop, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. guess Robocop. You're probably going to get somebody. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time for the best segue in the world. Hey, Aaron, can I ask you a question? Sure.
1: Aaron Hickman
4: is a dude who knows a lot about Sega games. Ask him questions. It's okay. He will answer them if he wants to.
2: You got your questions there? Yes, sir. Superstar? I've got
3: it pulled up right now and a giant picture of my face.
2: Real, real quick, though. Um, yes. I was reading a little bit about Bubsy before this all started. And did you know Bubsy doesn't like the online shop? Really? He, Why not? He actually prefers a catalog. Aww. What? A, ca- a catalog.
4: <laughs> okay. Oh, um, you
3: know what? I think this game was <laughs> tailor made for Nick
0: Stevens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't what? get it. I think it was
3: <laughs> Tail Lermade.
0: Oh, I got that. Oh, <laughs> that was
1: horrific. That was it was
0: horrific. Yeah. Sorry, okay, was
2: anyways,
1: it
0: was Okay.
2: Anyways, I had forward. some messages that we need to bring back the corny jokes. Like forgetting, so Pl- <laughs> plenty of corny jokes this time.
3: Oh yes. All right. So there is a giant picture of me from when I was in fifth grade, I believe, um, <laughs> rocking a very classic Janet Reno look. (laughs) 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 That's about all I can describe it as. I only Um, think of the Will Ferrell skit when I hear Janet Reno.
2: Yeah. Think of uh, Will
3: Ferrell as Janet Reno, and that's what I look like. Everybody knows
0: when you're a kid, you want to look like Janet Reno. That's the first person you want to look like.
3: (laughs) Absolutely, and look at me now. (laughs) Look
4: at me now.
0: (laughs) Right. Okay, so uh, first
3: listener, uh, Anthony Pig says, How is Mega Man The Wily Wars on Mega Drive? Thoughts on... uh, Okay, so two-part. So Mega Man The Wily Wars on Mega Drive. I think it's pretty cool. Um, It's maybe not as classic as the original games, but I think the graphical facelift is cool. I think the music sounds a little bit better on NES, if I'm honest, but um, that's just because I think the soundtracks are better suited to that system. I think if the soundtrack was made from the ground up on Sega Genesis, maybe that would be a different story. But they're great. It's the first three Mega Man games, plus you get a boss rush mode where you get to uh, beat all the bosses. Uh, The only way it came over to us in America was on the Sega channel, and otherwise people have taken that specific ROM, and they have made reproduction copies of it that you can get. Pretty cool. Uh, So, thoughts on Archie and Sega cutting ties after 24 years of the Sonic comic honestly I care more about the Dreamcast too I bring that back um, Archie and, uh, Archie and, and Sonic that's kind of a shame but I'll be honest I haven't read the Sonic comic since I was about uh, 11 so um, I think it it does stink considering how long of a run they had but I did hear that Sonic will be a comic in some form or fashion so don't lose heart Sonic fans. Um, there will be probably be more chili dogs in your future.
0: I think he's just changing companies, publishing companies. Is that so?
3: Uh, that's what I had
0: heard. I don't want to brag, but I'm kind of a nerd with comic books. <laughs> you are kind of a
3: comic book artist. Yeah. That's so,
0: Johnny. Uh, <laughs> so,
4: hey, yeah. Sorry, I'll, I'll keep him quiet. I apologize. <laughs> no, that's, okay. oh,
3: so <laughs> are they continuing the storylines? Is that what you're saying? They're just changing uh, the company who's going to publish it?
0: That's, I don't remember who it is picking it up, but I'm I'm pretty sure because until then, that was like the longest-running uh, comic without stopping, I think. Yeah, that's
3: what I heard ones. in America, at least.
0: Yeah. So uh, I don't remember who it was that picked him up, but they're going to keep going with just with a different publisher, I think.
3: Okay, that's good. Uh, so moving on here, uh, this jerk, Trevor Franklin. Is anyone know <laughs> Trevor? Is he yeah. on the – oh, is he recording with us right now? Hey, Trevor. Um, So Trevor asked. How come you were on that Retro Bliss podcast? I hear they shamelessly advertise anywhere they can, like right here. Read this. Retro <laughs> Bliss is the best podcast. It makes all the other podcasts look like Bubsy 3D. Way to go, Trevor. Yeah,
2: you y'all should insert that Retro Bliss thing you do right here. <laughs> No, Which no. thing? Like, like the Retro intro?
4: Retro
1: We're not good at it. <laughs> Aaron pointed it out that we sound like that. Now we're self-conscious.
4: Yeah. Retro Bliss. No, Retro list.
0: list. It's like when somebody points out that one of your eyes doesn't kind of match up with your other eye, so now you're really <laughs> conscious about that one eye. <laughs> uh, are you giving me the side eye? No, that's just how I look. <laughs> <laughs> that's just my normal looking. That's right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, oh, man. Permanent stink eye. I love it. Permanent. <laughs> Anyways, Permanent, yeah. Uh, so Jared Adams asks, I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. Uh, that's not really a question. Well, part of it is not really a question. But Chris Vanderoff, bless his heart. Baby, don't hurt me. Don't. Hey, wait a minute. That's from another song that you've already mentioned. And Jared says, Chris, close but wrong song. Uh, Aaron, so Aaron I, I have a suggestion.
2: Yeah. So uh, Jer- yes. Jared Adams is uh, as a Patreon giver or a Patreon giver. Um, so you're going to re- need to write a song for him, anyways. in the Chip Tunes, you should do the Hadley in a Chip Tune version just for him. <laughs> I think that would be great because <laughs> oh, he asked I that question. Have so I
3: would do that. Yeah, <laughs> that are you taking crazy. covers? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'll finish my album first. <laughs> okay, so Andrew Cohen asks. Are there any Genesis games that you did not like when it first came out, but really like today uh, or vice versa? Um, Bubsy. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler.
2: Uh, no. Uh,
3: yeah. L- let me think about that real quick. So Genesis games that you did not like when it first came out. Yeah. There were a few that maybe I didn't understand so well. Uh like Shadowrun I really struggled with, but now uh, I do a lot better on that game. Um, it makes a lot more sense. I, I think games with complex instructions sometimes. Um, I, I think I have more fun with sports games now that I understand them better, too. Um, a, a major one I just started thinking about was uh, Super Highlight. to be honest, because I thought it was garbage when I was a kid, and now it's slightly less garbage. Now that I've played it as I got older and understand the mechanics of the game, uh, there is actually some fun to be had with that one. Uh, Whereas with the original Hideline, the only fun that you have with the game is uh, taking a hammer out and smashing it into 5 million pieces. Uh, So, moving on here. Oh, games that I think are kind of terrible. Well, that's a spoiler. And we'll move on. (laughs) just kidding. So no, if I if I really want to be honest, say a game that really is not aged well. Um
4: who I oh, don't know.
3: Rick Flair. Sort of, <laughs> right. Uh half of the wrestling games on this film. Um also I would also say we covered Pickskin Flip Brawl. I thought that was fun as a kid, but it's not so great now. Um and there was one that popped into my mind. I kind of liked Arrow the Acrobat as a kid, and and it's not aged all that well. It's most that with a lot of mascot games.
2: I thought you were going to talk about that earlier. I was going to say that.
3: Yep. Well, hey. Or, uh, yeah, Zero the Chameleon Squirrel thing. <laughs> awesome, right? awesome possum. Awesome possum. Yeah. And no, awesome possum is not awesome. <laughs> Just spoil- <laughs> Okay, so Christopher Kellogg asks, what do you think about the new Genesis flashback? Uh, Did you read the article by Peter Brown from GameSpot.com? Thoughts or concerns. I know that's two questions. That's okay. Uh, So my first impression, which I mentioned on the show, I think on another episode, was that um, they did like a sizzle video where they kind of showed the games off a little bit. um, And then they showed you the sound is all improved and the gameplay looks great. And like they show you the intro to Sonic and the sound just sounds off <laughs> and the gameplay just sounds like shoddy emulation or looks like shoddy emulation and guess what when I read that game, uh, that GameSpot article the author got a hands-on preview of the system and they said the menus really stink and like uh, good old ad games, they threw in a million games you don't want. It's <laughs> just uh, the garbage they throw on there each time. This is not the NES or SNES Mini, guys. This is ad games who like to um, cut corners. You know, you can say what you will about Nintendo, but the NES Mini is a flawless product. Um, Emulation is about 98 99% accurate. Um, but when it comes to at Games product, you're lucky if you get about 80% accurate, 85% because you get slowdown and you get bad sound emulation. Now the Gamespot article didn't talk about the sound, but from what I heard in the video, it's still not that great. So uh, I think it's cool that you can still put your own cartridges in, but you know you get what you pay for, which apparently is about 20 bucks more than you should. <laughs>
4: So, so you're saying
0: back.
2: I should pre-order this?
3: Yeah, you absolutely should not.
2: Uh, I, don't, so Johnny, I don't. I don't think AtGames is going to send us any review models now.
3: <laughs> no, kidding, no, they're kidding. not. So Johnny Townsend, who's a very a handsome lovely gentleman, and uh, we're mm-hmm. delighted to have him on the show. And I hear he doesn't he,
0: cry at all when he's by himself. <laughs> Never does that.
3: No. <laughs> He doesn't paint his toenails or put on makeup. Uh, hey, what so do Johnny, I do in my own time? That's right. So Johnny asks, if a Genesis game was literally made of gems, if the game itself was Shaq Fu, what would you rate it? Oh, man. <laughs> what would I rate it? I think I would rate it um, nine bubsies out of ten.
4: Ooh,
0: I oh. don't know if that's a good score.
3: <laughs> and you never will. Uh, <laughs> So, Ian McGarry, asks, what's your favorite uh song with the word love in the title? Oh. <laughs> uh, love hurts.
0: It also scars.
3: Yes. Uh no, honestly, my favorite is probably all you need is love by the Beatles. But uh what is love is a is a you know distant third there. All right. So, Gabe Van Gilder Van Gilder uh, asks, hey, Aaron, do you think Sega New Mark One will beat the SNES Classic in sales and popularity? No, I do not. And that's a big emphatic no, because At Games is not Nintendo. Sega was Nintendo in terms of pop- popularity at one point, but they're not Nintendo either. Nintendo is a juggernaut, which must be stopped. <laughs> and I've got my pitchfork ready, and I've got my <laughs> my lantern and uh we must kill the beast um so get the <laughs> townspeople together because we're marching to the castle nintendo and we're gonna burn stuff down to the ground just it's gonna happen <laughs> i don't know what the question was but uh <laughs> anyways so sean robinson asked if you could pick another first name which would you choose besides aaron uh you know what It'd be i nick. like uh It'd be nick come on yeah, it would be Nick. Uh, or you know, my mom when I was a before I was a twinkle,
2: uh, she was gonna name me Nicole. So there you go. Oh wow, well, oh. would have been Nicole,
3: which is the female version of Nick. Yeah,
2: and my middle name's Aaron. So I mean, that's that's right. Like, something weirds going on here.
3: I know. And my so, name's Trevor.
0: Yeah, man, man,
2: you were named
3: after Trevor Belmont. I just know it. Yeah,
2: and
0: my middle name is Trevor. Is it really? No, but I wish it was. We do have the same (laughs) middle name,
2: though. All right, move on. And nobody cares. (laughs) Is it Danger? I barely do.
1: (laughs) Is it Danger? Yeah, we'll say that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was watching Austin Powers today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh My pinky's up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So Chris Vanderhoff says he would choose Aaron, E-R-I-N, the girl spelling, just look at that picture, <laughs> winky face. Oh God. <laughs> Why? Thank you, Chris. Brightened up my day. And my response was, "Guess what?" I said, "Hey, don't be jealous just because you couldn't look like Janet Reno as a kid."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, burn. Moving
3: on here, sick burn. Sick burn. Nick DeMarco, <laughs> as a big fan of the NES remix games, if Sega made a game like this, what games would you feature, and what kind of challenges? Also, by this photo, I have to say, I have no idea you were the kid taking all of Helga G. Bataki's abuse in the nineties. And that's a good reference to um what you call it. Hey Arnold. So good on <laughs> you, Nick. Uh to answer your question, what would I throw in there? I would definitely throw in a challenge from like Toe Jam and Earl, Sonic the Hedgehog. If you remember like Nick Arcade actually yeah. had some of these challenges that you saw in uh NES remix for the Sega Genesis though, and they would have in these upright caps. So I'd do that, uh, maybe um, Altered Beast, maybe um, Afterburner 2. A lot of Sega arcade games, I would think. And then some platformers. Uh, maybe see how long you can last in Bubsy without throwing your controller. <laughs> <laughs> but that's still spoiler territory. I'll kind of back off of that. But there's plenty of cool games uh, and shoot 'em ups I think, honestly, I feel like Sega Genesis had as many or more arcade-type games than the SNES did. Um, And certainly it feels like they had uh, maybe as many as the NES game NES did. So I think that would still be well-suited to the Sega Genesis. So, Ken uh, Kuzma, are you interested in the new At Games HD Sega Genesis? Uh, No, see above. (laughs) 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 Ken... Asked again, what Sega Genesis game makes you want to throw your controller? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love this question because I kind of answered it. Um, no, that's cool, Ken. Just keep listening. Uh, Chris Vanderhuff, what Genesis games that didn't have a sequel would you want to have a sequel? Decap Attack. Yeah, Decap Attack would be cool considering it was actually kind of part of a series of two other games. Um, Psycho Fox and Kid Cool. And I think It's pretty much the best of the lot. So, other games that did not get a sequel that I think should have gotten one. Um, You know what? Starflight did, but it was not released on Genesis. Um, I'm thinking of games that got one sequel, but I'd love to see the series continue like Vector Man. Um, Shoot. Like Sega original games that only got one game. Comic, oh,
2: that's Comic Zone. That's where I'm at. Comic Zone for
3: sure. <laughs> yeah. Comic Zone. Um, I. Let me think here. I'm thinking of my favorite games, and most of them had sequels.
4: <laughs>
3: uh, Shadow Run in that style yeah. uh, would be cool. A similar style that, to what they did there. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of some original titles. I'm, I'm sure a few of our friends on the podcast would say Risky Woods. Risky <laughs> Woods, yes.
2: But Cyborg Justice. Cyborg Justice. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Heavy Nova, which did get a sequel. No. Some games not get a sequel, and, and Heavy Nova gets a sequel. And guess what it's called? Black Hole Assault. I will leave oh. that there and keep moving on.
2: That's what
4: I was okay. doing before the show. Oh, <laughs> not
3: good. All right, so Jared Adams asked to alter Chris's question a bit because he smells funny, um, no, he didn't say that. What games, Mega Drive games, uh, what Justice Mega Drive games that did have sequels but never brought to America would you have liked to have seen? Uh, the Warsong Langrisser series comes to mind. Uh, so Troubleshooters one for me. I um, got a sequel didn't come out here. Uh, uh, there was also Anorama Cotton, which was part of the Cotton series. It never came out over here. Um, the Last Samurai 2, which was only released in Europe, which is a pretty cool game, if I do say so. Uh, sequels in Japan. Sega Genesis didn't have a ton like that. There were there were some, but not a ton that I think of. But the Warsong series would would be cool for sure. Um, moving on here. Blake Worrell asks, "Do you think that placing some one windmills in the hilltop zone could have decreased our dependence on oil ocean zone?"
2: that's a good question i like that (laughs) that's deep hope you like
0: my answer yes yes (laughs) positive better for the environment that's
3: right you know what absolutely so robert ferguson ferg Ferg from the atari 600 game by game podcast what's up big ferg sir i am sad i sold off my crusader of Senti when I sold my Genesis. Can you get the card back for me? Okay, thanks. (laughs) Okay,
4: thanks. You know what? Just
3: for you, Ferg, I'm putting out uh, an all points bulletin. Uh, To all of our Sega Genesis listeners, if you have a copy of Crusaders Ascenti and you want to give our pal Ferg a decent price on it, please reach out, because I'm sure he would uh, love you forever. (laughs) Okay, that's the end of Ask Aaron. Thank you guys so much for your questions. Uh, If you didn't get to ask your question, don't worry. We have this segment every main episode of the show. So I look forward to more of your uh, Hadaway-related questions. Thank you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hadaway. Oh, man. All right. Well, I guess that takes us to the next section where we will be talking about Bubsy. So, uh, hey, Aaron, game on. (laughs) Game on. Hey, Johnny, game on. Game on. Hey, Trevor, game on. On game. On game. That's it.
0: <laughs> no, no. You're supposed to say game on, Trevor. We've been over game this. Game on, Trevor. There
4: you go. That's better. <laughs> game on! Yeah,
2: game on. All right. Bubsy. Doesn't Bubsy have a. Isn't there like some big title with this? Let's see what my cartridge says. Bubsy? Yes. Games with personality, accolade. I don't see anything on my cartridge. What is that? It's something about fur. Fur, yeah. It's a fur thing. Claws close and encounters of the... Fur kind? Claws and
3: encounters yeah. of the third kind instead of the close encounters of the third
2: kind. Yeah. Something like oh, that. Oh. I see what they did there. Oh, yeah. No, okay. I,
3: and that cleverness is uh, kind of permeated throughout the whole game. Permeated? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I see right. what you did
2: there. There that it is. Awesome. I had to start the game back up. Yeah. And claws and encounters of the third kind. There you go. Made by Accolade, right? I like the Accolade cartridges. They're kind of like the EA electronic it's cartridges. It's interesting, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, this was
3: before... So they started out with the Ballistics label where they um, made unlicensed game on the Sega Genesis. Um, and then I guess they settled out of court uh, with Sega and they got a license. And I don't know if this was the first game they made that was actually licensed by Sega, but it's interesting in that the cartridge itself is playable on the Sega Genesis or the Mega Drive. One of the only games like that.
2: Huh. Huh. Is it just Bubsy that way, or is it all the Accolade cartridges?
3: Uh, I think all the Accolade cartridges, but if you look at the label itself, it says, for play on the Sega Genesis or Mega Drive.
2: Well
0: impressive it, most sir, impressive
2: i'll be a monkey's uncle I'm, sure does. I'm not why i'm not really sure why i'm double checking aaron but he's completely right <laughs> i'll be a cat's pajamas he is the internet he yeah. is the internet aaron has beat the i'll internet. be a cat's meow <laughs> oh man hey what did the cat say when he lost all of his money i can't wait to find this out <laughs> i'm paw.
0: oh <laughs> i thought it's what he called his dad
2: my paw
0: i'm looking for the man who shot my paw
2: my (laughs) paw all right so uh memories of this game i'll go quick um i rented this a couple times on the super nintendo when i was growing up uh like i mentioned many times before my local rental store had a three for five deal i rented this a few times I, i don't really remember a lot about it i remember it being a platformer that wasn't as good as mario and it wasn't as good as sonic so I just kind of threw it in that category when I was a kid. But uh, and it was there. Um, I knew some friends that always said, hey, you need to rent this Bubsy game. It's like Sonic. And I get it. And I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe not. But um, yeah, it was okay when I rented it back then for Super Nintendo. But uh, yeah, we'll get into that later. But uh, didn't own it till here recently. Uh, whenever we heard we were going to be covering this, I went out on eBay and did buy this. So I do own it now. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so how about, how about you guys? you guys have any great memories or memories at all about this?
1: Well, I have a great memory, because I thought I had this game, Uh, and then I found out a few days ago, it was Bubsy 2. Yeah. So all my memories were Bubsy 2. That's very interesting, because I have hardly played Bubsy 2 at all. I was always weird like that. I always, I think it's because we got everything late, and so it was always the sequels that we got. Yeah, he means in North Carolina. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's Paul Kids. We never got the systems when they came out.
0: It's us Paul Kids. Paul Kids. Paul Kids. Yo, Paul. Yeah. Now I have a memory of this game, as in that I bought another game and this person threw this game in with it, because I'm assuming they just didn't want it. <laughs> so that's how I got to play it. So uh, I remember it like Nick said; it was just a platformer that was nowhere near as good as Sonic or Mario. But you know, as a kid and even till now, I just love platformers. So I was always going to give it a chance.
3: Yeah, I, I understand that. I, I'm the same way uh, with with platformers. It really doesn't matter what mascot or whoever is attached to it you know always want to give a game a fair chance and uh we did have this on super nintendo as a kid sometimes uh, my older brothers because i had three older brothers and an older sister and sometimes they would buy some pretty wacky games <laughs> uh like i remember we ended up with like uh one half on super nintendo <laughs> uh which is a really goofy fighting game and then we had bubsy uh which is a really Doofy platformer, um, but I, you know what, I enjoyed it as a kid. But I don't remember getting past the first area, which is like the first three levels. I remember <laughs> it being so hard. Whereas, like with Sonic or with Mario, I could get to the end of those games and and be okay and master the feel like I mastered the game. But uh, it's like with this game, the the physics and everything are kind of fighting against you. And it's like it wants to be like Sonic but then everything kills you when you run into it or it wants to be like mario but you know the screen isn't zoomed out far enough so you like <laughs> you 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 want to jump on things and and you don't in mario everything's pretty clearly defined what you can hit and what you can't uh in this game not so much <laughs> where it's like one of the first things that you encounter a gumball machine and you're like oh yeah that's a checkpoint it's not a <laughs> Friends, that uh, is yeah. a death machine if Evil I've ever gumball
2: seen it machine of doom.
3: that's right yep. um, that was in the so box. yeah my so my first memory was playing on Super Nintendo um, as a wee lad I think I was about <laughs> 7 or 8 and then when I was a teenager uh, maybe about 14 or 15 my, my brother actually bought it Uh, on the Sega Genesis, and we we played it that way. And I have to say, I played both versions again here for the podcast, and they're remarkably similar, except for the music, uh, which Hmm. we'll get into later.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Absolutely. So, we mentioned earlier, this game was published and developed by Accolade. Released in 1993, and uh, as far as the music goes, I looked up the composer who did Super Nintendo version, because uh, the music was actually—we'll talk about that later as well. Uh, got it's by the
3: same—the the composer actually composed for the Sega Genesis and the Super Nintendo, and then there was a uh, one guy who actually uh, took the—they were MIDI tracks,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah—that
3: the guy made, and then um, I'm trying to remember the his name—I think it was Rudy something rather. Um, but yeah, so one guy actually composed all the songs, and then the other fellow. Uh, took that and transferred it to Super Nintendo Sega Genesis.
2: Yeah, the uh, composer's name is uh, Matt Barado. Uh, it rings any bells? Some of the other works he did were uh, Ultimate Air Combat, uh, a couple of Load Runner games, during Montana Football in 1990, uh, F-14 Comp Tomcat, uh, and Ultimate Air Combat. So um, those weren't all Ooh. compositions he did, but he did work on music in some of those. So little little resume there for you. Um, and then the average price of this going uh, as of today, which is, uh, I should probably say that date, as of today, in July of 2017, uh, the cart, loose cart's going for $7, and the uh, complete copy with the cart, which the cart's actually a uh, cardboard backing, if you guys have seen that. oh uh, Yeah, the uh, the cart, the, the book, and the uh, the uh, box all go for about $15. So there you go. And the story above, did you guys get a chance to read that, that little comic? It's just about as incomprehensible as the game. (laughs) That's what I thought.
0: He's the face of the 90s.
2: The face of the
1: 90s, yeah. That's right. I I have the manual for the second Bubsy, and if it's anything like that one, good luck.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so something weird happened. He got thrown up into space or something, and then there's a big picture of it at the end of the comic. It just says, I'll be back, apparently ripping off Arnold Schwarzenegger. Absolutely. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Get that story. I'll put put a link to the... uh, manual for anyone who wants to go check that out cause,
3: yeah. I, I think there's like a Siamese twin thing so there's these creatures um, that are called Woolies uh, they, they, they're these creatures with big giant red noses and I don't know they, they look like something out of Garfield they look like... I, uh, I, what was they're the, furry creatures, but I can't tell exactly
2: what they are. What was the Domino's mascot that had his own video game? Yonoid? The they look like, <laughs>
4: they look like some...
2: Annoid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they look like orange-noids. Orange yeah, oh, probably yeah. just as
0: annoying. Yeah. So the basic gist of the story
3: is that these creatures uh, basically want to come to... I think, planet Earth, and want to take all the yarn away. And, and you know what? There's natural resources, and there's humans that they could harvest, but no, they want to take out the world's supply of yarn. Wow.
0: How and are we supposed to knit sweaters now? <laughs> I know. Exactly. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Evil, but uh, evil I have
3: man. to say, the comic uh, is surprisingly... It, it looks pretty good. Good like, art, As yeah. far as the... Uh, just the look of the comic itself. The the words they put in it are pretty foul and <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. But, I have to say, it nails the Saturday morning cartoon vibe, so... And, if you guys recall, there was a Bubsy cartoon pilot. Yeah. And I remember watching it when I was a kid, and it was between that, and I remember watching the Battletoads pilot, and I have to say the Bubsy pilot was atrocious, and pretty unwatchable even when
2: I was a kid. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> I, w- I will give the manual this. There was some kind of uh, some funny instructions about what to do to make the game work. It says... Uh, yep. it, <laughs> I was reading that right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll read that to the listeners real quick. It says, instructional documentation for the insertion, insertion and implementation of claws and counters of the third kind cartridge for the Sega Genesis. Step one, Firmly grasp the ergonomically designed plastic cartridge housing with both hands, making sure the description label is facing north.
4: <laughs> Step 2.
2: Verify that the cartridge slash machine interface connectors are pointing towards the core of the planet. Step 3. Stand in front of the Sega Genesis system in a relaxed manner with both feet slightly apart and terminate all power to the system by grasping the handle. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> See, like, I think
3: that's the, like, the funniest thing associated with this game. <laughs> in general
1: it it actually explains it all again on page 19 but in different words (laughs) and then like
3: uh, Bubsy as he's apt to do he just pops out of nowhere uh, and he's just like you know what I'm taking over and I'm going to read the rest of the instruction manual here because that's me (laughs) and I'm constantly winking and being smarmy and
2: dying I'm the face (laughs) of the 90s that's right (laughs) It should just be like a What could possibly of... go wrong? He should just <laughs> die on every page and die, 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 die. That seems <laughs> It's like, oh here's the yarn ball. What do you do with that? Oh no, wait, too, too late. You died before you got to the yarn ball.
3: <laughs> See nine lifetimes ago, I you know, I don't remember reading the manual that much. Nah. I don't.
1: It's a this one and Bubsy too though, I have to say, they really put a lot of effort into the they did. quality of the manual. There's a lot of illustration and a lot of detail that's not needed.
3: Yeah, I would say that they. If uh, compare this to Mario or Sonic, it's the same level of detail. Like they really put in a lot of detail uh, in, into this manual for sure. Everything is explained, and it, and some of it does need explanation because while you're in the game, like you don't know what a continue is. There's it doesn't. It's like a little looped arrow. You really don't know what that is when you collect it, and you don't know what. A, you don't know what the t-shirts do until you collect them. You, oh, I guess that's right. an extra life. Or like what a black t-shirt does. It um, makes Bubsy look cool for five seconds. No. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> or slimmer. That's right. Uh, I really like uh, in the manual the description for the enemies. The snorkel turtles. It says they'll give teenage ninjas a run for their money.
4: Oh, Ooh, oh I man. love it. <laughs> Bubsy's
1: attacking everyone. Yep. <laughs> There's a jab at Sonic in the manual of the second Bubsy game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it says Sonic who? Yeah,
0: they nice. act like Sonic doesn't even exist.
1: We should stop talking about the second one, though. That's now, not this, now one. this is funny,
3: too. What to avoid? Gumball machines, yeah. firecrackers, horny yeah. toads, cacti. Wait, it says cactus. Okay. Uh, tack crates, loose tacks, and any other pointy thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Apparently, he has a uh, authorized book. That you can buy from the back cover, right?
0: Oh, yeah. authorized, you say?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Bubsy was it's 12.95 and shipping. Uh, oh man, it's uh. Oh, apparently they're located in North Carolina because you have to add sales tax. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you guys
3: try and and nail something off and and get that uh strategy guide?
2: Consider it done. Yeah, <laughs> we're on it, on it, boss. Gosh, I bet that Appreciate stra- it. I wonder if they have any copies of that strategy guide. I needed it. <laughs> did you guys see the oh. the uh, tree frogs 200 points hip hop on them yeah that's funny <laughs>
1: <laughs> jump on the draft and see what it'll do <laughs> you
3: know what we probably have a listener of the show where like this is their favorite game
2: <laughs> Sorry. so we
3: gotta be nice Manual.
2: I would encourage that listener to go to GenesisGems. genesisgemspodcast.com and look at our rankings and, uh, and then go on iTunes and give us those, a yeah. five star review yeah. anyway. <laughs>
1: and then go look up Retro Bliss on iTunes and tell them what you really give think.
3: Give them a four star review.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, guess, give us a, I just give, yeah. give us a five, but give us a four star wording.
2: Yeah. I gave it's you great. all a five star review. I better, better hear a shout out next show. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we goofed it up slightly, but you'll hear something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that works. As long as it's something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we goof everything up slightly. <laughs>
2: That's normal.
4: That's all right. Yeah, yeah.
2: we do too. Oh, so yeah, Bubsy. Um, so there's a plot. Oh, go ahead. Oh, real
3: quick. how do you feel about the warp caves in this game? Uh, is that jumping ahead?
0: No, That's no, what the warp no, caves do. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> hey. Uh, <laughs> what I hate is is when you find one and and then you keep on, uh, you enter it, and then it takes you all the way back, and then mm-hmm. enter it back again, and then that cave takes you all the way back, the game is obviously trolling
0: you. <laughs> Alright, we're going to go ahead and, and preface yeah. this by saying this. We played Bubsy 2 before this one. Bubsy 2 is a way worse game than this, and I'm not even kidding. It's The, the uh, level designs are twice as bad as this one. Uh, those little warp things you're talking about are all over the place. They oh, send no. you all over the place. It's nowhere near as linear as Bubsy 1, so you get even more lost with it.
1: I was going to say I can't really answer that question because they didn't bother me that much in Bubsy, because since we played Bubsy two first, they <laughs> they really would troll you. They would send you yep. back. They would send you, and there were arrows trying to tell you where to go, and they were always wrong. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was oh that yep, game that sounds slapped amazing. You yes. yes. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I mean, I think in the first Bubsy, I was kind of they were kind of annoying, but. It was a breath of fresh air, so by comparison.
0: Yeah, we'd already been through a lot with Bubsy too. so Bubsy 1 didn't feel near as bad. It didn't
3: quite <laughs> as much set off your PTSD.
1: So yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did scream one time. I, I can't remember if it was from a cave, though.
3: I, you know, what when I was a kid, what freaked me out the most was, like, you let the game just sit there, and Bubsy just knocks on your screen. Yes. And it was
4: just the yeah. scariest thing when I was a kid, cause <laughs> I,
3: th- I thought he was really knocking on my screen.
4: <laughs>
2: uh, sorry, Nick. Are oh, you all right? I'm just moving this thing along. You guys do your thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, Bubsy's a platformer. The controls I thought were okay. Um, I'll give it that. So you got uh the default controls. You can't change this in the menu, but uh, you have A, which is kind of like a jump. It turns into a glide. Kind of looks like Bubsy's kind of you know flying in the air. The B, according to the book or the uh, control says pounce. Which he seems to jump a little higher. And uh, sometimes he does a flip, you know, whatever. I, I always like to hit B and then turn it into the A real quick to, uh, you know, pounce and then glide. And then you have C that you can uh, hold down and kind of move the uh, camera uh, and kind of get a sneak peek. What's ahead of you or what's behind you or what's above you or what's below you? And then if you hit down, Bubsy kind of looks down at the ground with these huge wide eyes and almost looks scared. not sure why. So there, yeah. there's those your controls you can change those. I honestly can't remember how to get to the options from the menu screen. I started button mashing and I got You push it. right. You push it, yeah, I and even, I'm just like, uh, hit all these buttons see what happens." And then yeah, and it's then, the right. And then the we only know that because we put cheat codes in. Okay. Well, and the best thing about the options is that you can turn the music off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We we'll well, get to that too. If you're ready to talk about music. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you guys want to
0: do, man. I have Let's just go let's go ahead and do the music real quick because Again, we played Bubsy Two before this. <laughs> the music in Bubsy Two makes the music in Bubsy One look like the most amazing music you've ever heard.
1: He's not exaggerating.
0: Bubsy Two's oh. music
1: is the worst thing
0: you will ever hear. Bubsy One's music, in comparison, is is like the the most talented composer you've ever heard.
1: Yeah, it, it really is night and day. Bubsy One, like, we're gonna have a hard time being fair about Bubsy One. I think. <laughs> because <laughs> the music was nothing special but it was they were actual songs and they sounded like songs yeah
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they were like catchy little bits too some of it was kind yeah. of annoying but part of it was um I, i'll be honest that the translation from midi to snes was probably you know cl- more clearly the intention of the original composer than what you would hear on the Sega genesis uh, uh and, and i i think the main problem for me is that there's no real sense of, like, um, action or urgency in the songs. It's kind of like a, you know, wacky Saturday morning cartoon music, which is cool yeah. up to a point. But, like, things that didn't fit for me was, like, every time you jump on the stinking um, floating log, you know, water part, um, where you're floating down those things, <laughs> and the music just goes into that... Oh, that awful music that, yes. that happens right there, and then it resets the song that was playing before, and it's just, it's just kind of frustrating. It's so
1: weird. You feel like you're dying when you hop on the water log.
3: Yeah, or like when so you weird. when you go Invincible, you think, oh, it's going to be like pumped up, awesome music. No, it's more like um, scary music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. But yeah, I, I would say the soundtrack isn't the worst I've heard of the Sega Genesis. Um, it's, it's kind of um, mid-range. It's kind of there. Uh, you know, surprisingly for a game about a cat that dies a lot, there weren't a lot of dying cat sounds, which kind of surprised me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Missed opportunity. We encourage you to listen to the Bubsy 2 soundtrack, Aaron. Yes,
1: I have heard it, and it's glorious. Especially the music level. The The music that's actually, the level's actually themed after music. You know, that's
0: the
3: one level you don't want to mess up when it comes to music.
1: And that's the oh, one that wow. messed up the most. Anyways, Bubsy <laughs> 1, I thought the music was average. I thought the music I'd say was passable. I yeah. say it was
0: passable, but again, we played Bubsy two before this, so anything we heard <laughs> uh, better.
3: It, okay, it was so what's your favorite? So what stage had your favorite music? I would say probably the uh, the desert level, because after that, that like one the one level after funny? that is like the the banjo music yeah. level <laughs> when you <laughs> fight beavers. Um,
1: oh yeah. You mean the train level? level. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah.
3: The, so the problem. I have with the pacing of this game is you get three levels in a row of the same thing that really feel like one giant connected level.
0: Yeah. Okay, then, don't play both the two then.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. I I hear that's it's non-linear, but it's worse. Uh, but you get to like the third level, which is where you're on the train, then you're on land, then you're on the train, then you're on land, then you're on, land, then you're on the train. It's like, why did... Why couldn't we just have, like, two levels of train and one level of land? <laughs> yeah. It just kept on alternating. Like, why do we keep up on getting off the train? I think it's like he's getting on a different train each time. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, main main issues. I It, I feel, it feels kind of bad to, like, knock on this game too much because you can see what they were trying to do. Um, so I could talk about good things for a little bit here. Uh, if you want, Nick, um, no, I no like good, the, f- no, good, no, no good things. No, <laughs> uh, no I, I like the fact that, uh, the, the levels are kind of huge and sprawling, and you don't have to take one clear path to get through them. I think it's neat that there's a lot of, uh, spl- places to explore and, like, hidden items. Yeah, uh, I, I
2: felt like I never completed the same stage the same way twice, you know, I was like, I'm either going up or down, or... The, sometimes you don't even have to go through those little water uh, log rides. and I don't know. I, I thought that was kind of cool. We're going to be positive about it.
3: Yeah, I, I thought it was cool that you could be up in the sky a lot of the time. Um, and you know what? The People complain about uh, fall damage, which I totally understand that. Why should you <laughs> die? Especially you die after one hit on this game after everything. But why should you die um, when you fall from a far distance in a platforming game? Uh, well, it turns out if you hold the gliding button as you're falling, you that will never happen to you. So just keep that in mind.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the only problem with that is if you are going down the waterlog and you fall off of it and you're still spinning, you can't glide. That's how I always had fall damage. Yes. <laughs>
3: waterlog is one of my least favorite things in the game because you really don't have much control over it. You can jump, but you can't really change directions.
1: But in, in I, I never don't... quite got that
2: part. I never felt like I was in control. And, and I don't know about you guys, but I tend to want to go really fast and then jump and glide. And then yeah. I never know where I'm going, and I just <laughs> yeah. fall into, like, water or something. Yep. So.
3: Yeah, it's like the, the game uh, gives the illusion of fun. Like, <laughs> oh, we're going to have fun here because we've got a giant hill that, go, that takes you and you can go really fast on it. And then, like, the top of the hill is, like, death
1: yeah. waiting for you. That's true. It's, it's almost like they were scared that people would run through the game too fast. But that was disappointing because they really did set you up for some some fun moments like that.
3: Yeah, some fun jumps or things that they really could have set up even more like Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, they, I didn't feel like there were enough. Um, so the, what makes Sonic work is that, is that there's momentum. There's momentum to things, and the me- momentum in this game is kind of weird because you kind of you run up to something and then you have to stop. You run, then you stop. You run, you stop. And even more so than Sonic, where Sonic would have like these auto sections that would kind of take you on a loop the loop or something. Uh, this one, it's like, you can run for five feet and you stop. And it, it just kind of gets frustrating to the point where you're just like, you know what? Forget it. I'm not going to run in this game anymore because obviously running equals death every yeah. time.
2: Well, then like you mentioned too, the, the one-hit kills were kind of ridiculous. With Sonic, if you are going crazy fast and you're running real fast, and you're jumping. If, even if you do hit something, you have some you have that the, those rings behind you actually let you keep going. You know, Plus here you y-
3: could get a, a shield
2: power up. Yeah, exactly. And and as someone we'll, we'll get into this later, but someone made a comment on our Facebook page that they wish the yarn balls were more like the rings in Sonic. I'm like, yeah, exactly. That would have made this <sighs> game so much better.
3: And I think they could have mm-hmm. completely done away with the shirts. Just make the yarn balls give you an extra life every hundred you get. Oh, I was about to say,
0: but then yeah. he'd just be a naked bobcat.
3: <laughs> well, he's already semi naked. Yeah. I mean, if he I walk around I would... on the street with a yeah. long sleeve white t shirt with an exclamation point he's on, it, like, i get arrested. He's like living yeah, a, did, he's, he's like. Yeah,
2: yeah, he's living a reoccurring nightmare <laughs> I have, like going going to uh, like a business meeting with nothing but a t shirt on. I'm trying <laughs> to pull my pull my t shirt everywhere. That's my, how I usually how I used to stuff. travel like that.
0: I used to travel like <laughs> ass, and I'm not allowed in at least 13 states.
2: <laughs>
1: That's so, why uh, took him in. yeah, right? <laughs> the I was just going to mention that you mentioned the, the the cheap deaths and enemies. I think that was the most frustrating part about the gameplay for me because it's almost like they were shooting themselves in the foot because they had some cool gameplay built in, but then they wouldn't let you just be free. Like, just enemies would come up out of nowhere and and Compared to Bubsy 2, it's nothing. <laughs> but if they had taken what they did in Bubsy 1 and then build on it and let you just run wild, I think Bubsy 2 could have been special. Because they started that with Bubsy 1. Yeah, and
3: but at least with Bubsy 2, you can get hit like three times, two times. Trust me, it does not improve it. I bet it's they, it's easier I bet they game. Fix-
2: I bet but they fix it all on uh, Bubsy 3D, huh? Oh yeah. We'll <laughs> oh, find out. we'll
3: find out. <laughs> Somehow Bubsy 3D looks worse than Bubsy 1 or 2. Though I <laughs> oh, will be goodness. honest, Bubsy is a very passable-looking game. It's not. It's definitely not a bad-looking game for the Sega Genesis.
1: No, it's really not. I, I thought. <laughs> I hate to keep comparing it to Bubsy 2, but Bubsy 1 has a theme and they stick with it. You can tell what everything is. It's not just a. The level designs kind of make sense. Like I really enjoyed the the circus level. Like, the, yeah. uh, the roller coaster and everything in the background makes sense. I yeah. think it's it's no Sonic, but it's a pretty good-looking game. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's above average, probably.
3: Yeah, as far as graphics go, it looks pretty close to the Super Nintendo game, just with less colors.
1: Hmm. Was the slowdown... On, I mean, there wasn't really any slowdown, I noticed. Was it no, the same there on both wasn't. systems?
3: It's about the same on both systems. Oh, yeah. I didn't remember my slowdown SNES version. Cool there was actually a super Bubsy on the PC super Bubsy guys Uh, and and that one um, added some animation from the pilot cartoon and uh, they updated the soundtrack a little bit to where it's what the composer kind of uh, intended and so it's Super duper sound quality on that one, which is what I think uh, I- if Bubsy would have made it to Sega CD is probably what it would have sounded like. Huh?
1: Well, if there was a PC Bubsy game, then I lied on our quiz show in our last episode.
0: <laughs> <Oops>.
1: <laughs> I said there were four Bubsy games. Hey, and I yes. said there was five, so I so was you're right. right. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, already recorded uh, now? I would be really,
2: <laughs> really curious if someone fact-checked you on that one. They <laughs> <laughs> have a full-time job. <laughs>
3: well, sign me up.
2: <laughs> <I> mean, yeah. <laughs> Aaron would be the man. Only Aaron would know that.
3: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's talk about these collectibles a little more. Um, so we talked about the the colored yarn balls, which are, like, everywhere. And depending on the color you get, they're worth different amounts of points. Green ones are worth 10. Yellow is 20. Red is 30. And blue is 40. And then you can get surprise yarn balls. which are ones that kind of randomly change colors. And then there's yarn crates where it's a stash of yarn balls and each one holds 25. Uh, But the whole thing to me is what kind of aggravates me is it's never clearly stated that a high score or score, uh, a certain score gives you an extra life. Mm -hmm. So what is really the point of collecting yarn? Yeah,
4: exactly.
3: Except to drive the story along, because it just feels like it's a waste of my time to go looking for more yarn when it feels like it really doesn't do anything but drive up your score. Which great if you're playing for score, um, but honestly, by this point in the 1990s, score wasn't such a big deal unless it gave you an extra life.
1: Yep. That so, always bugs me when you have so many collectibles and that can really add to a game. Yeah, that really to, go to me. To, to <laughs> find Bum- the yarn, but then you, <laughs> you're wasting, Yeah, I can't stand that. But Super so Bum- 2 gave you the option to like. You can play for score, yeah. or you can play for time. Exactly. This is so goofy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that doesn't give you an extra life or anything. I was wondering that. I couldn't figure it out.
3: Yeah. And there aren't really too many other uh, power-ups in this game besides uh, you got your, your t-shirts, your number t-shirts, which give you a certain amount of lives uh, when you find them. And the black t-shirts kind of make you uh, invisible. Uh, but you can still die, which is really silly. And the flashy t-shirt, super bubsy. And it says, I'm totally invincible to Woolies and their henchmen, of course. Water spikes and other natural disasters can have a deadly effect on me. So just about everything else can still kill you. Which is kind of a shame. What I really would have wished for in this game was the ability to actually fly. Uh, Maybe a a power-up that made you fly. That would make it feel more more like Mario I guess
0: (laughs) but he feels
3: like a low rent knuckles without the ability to climb walls Uh what he he feels like with that ability to glide and and I'm not even so upset that he's not like a squirrel that glides that he's a bobcat it's like okay give me a break Uh, you're okay with like Sonic the Hedgehog going super fast and doing spin dashes (laughs) but it entails being able to to fly around Uh, but you have a problem with a bobcat being able to glide and and walk on two legs, it's.
1: And wear pants. Pick <laughs> your battles. I was about to say I don't understand why he glides except for gameplay, but I guess you shot that down. <laughs> well,
2: they had to oh, throw us. They had to throw us a bone somehow. It's like you can't yeah. get onto the stage anyways. Might as well put something there where they can glide through it. I'm really glad he can. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so one other thing uh, that in the first level is so aggravating uh, is that. There are so many, it's like they, they wanted to show off all the different animations in this game, which is pretty cool, uh, the amount of animations, but it feels like there's more ways to die in this game than anything. Like, they knew you were going to die a lot, <laughs> so they gave um, so you nine lives. So anything can kill you, uh, and will. Then you'll get to, like, these cars... Where if you you can jump on one of them to destroy it, but if you jump in the convertible, the car will actually drive off with you and you die. (laughs)
1: Why not? What a way to go. Why
3: not? And then the roller coaster level. You think this would be great? Roller coasters are fun. Roller coasters are not fun in Bubsy. Nope. Because. You're going up, you know, first of all, the roller coaster level uh, in this game, they obviously didn't finish this roller coaster. It's the biggest death trap ever <laughs> uh, because like every two seconds, uh, there's no you, first of all, like most games you play with a roller coaster and a video lets you jump. Uh, this one does not. So you can jump out of your your cart, but uh, you really can't do much other than run on the rails. Um, and then it's very easy to die if if you let the uh, cart drive off the 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 rails, because as soon as that happens, the game auto-kills you. Frustrating
1: huh. I was frustrated I by the roller coaster. I don't think I realized that, though. Maybe that's why sometimes we died and didn't know why. That might be why. <laughs> yeah,
3: and one thing we didn't talk about was... Um, Kind of just how generic the um, end-of-stage bosses are after (laughs) the third level. Uh, It looks like they were trying to go for the whole Dr. Robotnik vibe by giving you like a single-screen creature or something that kind of flies around. But it's the same thing. Um, It's like a flying saucer, or multiple flying saucers. Uh, that kind of chase you around the screen and and about the best strategy on these guys is to kind of jump up and just hold down your glide button and hope that you hit them and then you just jump up in the air and you keep on gliding just hold down that glide button and hang on for dear life because that's the only way you'll beat them if you touch the ground you're pretty much dead
2: it was very rare <laughs> when I got to those bosses too. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'll be honest. The only way I even got to... I got to the last level of the game and the only way I could do that was save states because I died. Oh, sorry. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That too. You know what? <laughs> Thanks to you guys, I spent... Like I half of drink. my Saturday
2: trying to beat this game. Oh, I feel terrible. <laughs> Thanks to you guys. I now drink. <laughs> That's right.
3: You know what? I never drank
4: before, but now I drink.
0: It's because of us, who you now suffer from depression. It's <laughs> our fault. But now, yeah. he's like, but now he's like us. <laughs> That's all we wanted.
1: Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You were mentioning that this is going back five minutes, but the, the non-lobs <laughs> thing. I told Johnny, and I don't see if you guys agree with this. For me, it's kind of a bad sign when any platformer starts you with more than four or five lives because it usually means there's going to be some sloppy level design and some cheap enemies and they just throw a bunch of lives at you to make up for it. I've noticed that in several games.
3: absolutely what happened here and why they sneak in so many secret lives because at some point during playtesting, they realize, oh, wow, this game is really hard. We'll just artificially make it easier by giving you more lives. Instead yeah. of improving the the actual gameplay of each level, uh, which which kind of find as you go on, is there's some variety in the environments, but the play style is very similar from level to level. Mm-hmm. And there's some very um, I don't know how to describe it. There's there's just a few of these levels where things that happen just don't make much sense. But, you know, you're kind of like, oh, well, video game logic, I guess. You know, like, why is there random platforms right here? Um, you know, why are these creatures even attacking me? Who knows? Why yeah. you all... You kind of throw logic out the window when you play this <laughs> game. And the game knows it's a video game. That's the thing, like, half the time... And here's what, what annoys people about the game is Bubsy. <laughs> Bubsy does not shut up. <laughs> you, when you start a level, it's like, oh, okay, that's funny. Not really. It's never, it's never funny what he says. It's okay.
1: He had one line that made me laugh, and I already forgot what it was. So here's what happened. In the, I think it was the, maybe the third level of the first area, he falls in the water because the bridge was too short, and he said more like a bridge too short. Oh yeah. And Johnny said that's actually kind of funny, and then he said eight <laughs> more times in the next five minutes because I kept dying. <laughs> Yes. it's not funny anymore.
3: No, there's some but, jokes where it's like you, it keeps on repeating and it's not funny. And then like the ninth time, it's funny again. No, he, in this game, you're going to hear it so many times because you keep dying that, uh, yeah, you just get frustrated. It's cool that this game had voice acting. It's pretty rare for a mascot game to have any of that besides awesome, awesome, of course. Um, <laughs> The trend there. A trend.
0: I, I will say, I gave him kudos, though, for being self-aware, because if you make it to the very last level, I think it's level 16, yes. and if you die on that level, he actually says, you're still playing this?
3: <laughs> Which was hilarious,
0: because
3: uh, that resonated deeply with my soul, because I was just like, Bubsy, you know me too well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Aaron spent his whole day playing, he's already questioning things. And I really am. Talking.
3: It kind of makes me question like my whole existence. Am I a cat or am I a human? It's... <laughs>
0: you know has done his job if he makes you question if you're a cat.
1: <laughs> yes. Are these RetroBliss guys my friend or are they trying to undo me? <laughs> you know, for,
0: yeah. a, and for a game about
3: a cat, uh, he surprisingly doesn't do very many cat-like things. He can't scratch enemies. No. He can only jump on them.
1: He just likes yarn. Doesn't like he has
3: claws. Yeah, he likes yarn, which is never explained. You notice that. <laughs> he doesn't, like, show any affinity or love for yarn. He just... only thing he shares an affinity for is being as annoying as all heck. <laughs> um, and going a yuck, a yuck, and, and saying <laughs> dumb one-liners and winking at the camera, basically.
0: Yeah, that's the reason... I was telling Trevor, that's the reason why uh, he has his biggest issue and why he didn't make it very far as a franchise is because he's not timeless because of all this stuff. Sonic and Mario are timeless characters because they don't bog themselves down into trying to be from the 90s, but everything Bubsy does is just screaming, "Hey, I'm the face of the 90s."
1: Yeah. <laughs> which yeah really absolutely. Yeah. It reminded me of a uh, Gex, which was one of my actually one of my favorite Saturn games, but Gex, yeah. I don't know. I guess... I don't know if the dialogue was better. I it think it was, was.
4: It was the, better, the, humor and then the gameplay and that was it
1: up.
3: Yeah, the gameplay uh, was, was a slightly better, and then that series got better, especially with Gex 2, I think. Um, that was one of the ones the that actually direction. made the... Yeah, when it went 3D. But yeah, Gex <laughs> 2 definitely um, upped the ante a bit.
2: I was like when Gex looked like Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah... I don't don't want to go back into this game again too much, but again, since we played Bubsy 2 first, we both, we actually said he's really not as annoying in this game. He's not as annoying in the first one.
0: He's less annoying in Bubsy 1 than Bubsy 2. He gets more annoying as the games go on. no yes, bubsy joke 2, he's,
2: he's terrible yeah bubsy
3: yeah. 3d somehow his voice acting got worse
1: <laughs> he looks so funny in that one
2: and, if, and if, oh. the, if the story of this game is bubsy's trying to save us from these aliens like if i were part of this earth force trying to push the aliens back i'd be like here we will give you bubsy leave us what yes. do we just
0: give them all the yarn
2: <laughs> yeah that I works i don't <laughs> care you can
3: make more yarn <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
2: And take Bubsy with you.
4: <laughs>
2: right. we, can,
0: we can form some, some sort of uh, uh, you know trade-like thing like we do with other countries, but we can do it with the Woolies. They'll give us something of theirs, and we'll give them yarn. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they can give us eggs that they throw at us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know the sad part, though? Me and J- I wonder what you guys think about this. We are actually looking like, at the comic and the cartridge and even Bubsy himself. And I don't think he's a badly designed character. No. Until he talks and does things. <laughs> yes. Like, well that and the fact that okay. his t
3: shirt is just screams generic ninety. Like, Look at me.
0: I've got yeah, attitude. Yeah. yeah, but his actual character design I thought was quite good and really yeah. was was very awesome, honestly. And the comic that's in the that starts off the second uh, the manual to the, the second game is actually very well done and drawn and colorful. As is in the first one, so his character designs are really good. But then it goes all south. And then the attitude. Him. Yeah. Then he had to talk. <laughs> then he had to give him personality.
1: Uh, it's kind of like our podcast. We're okay on paper, but
0: yeah. You hear but us. then you listen to us and you're like, why did I do this to myself?
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, I just I love so like, I think I
3: spend more time just reading your episode descriptions and then. <laughs> I tune in and just
0: <laughs> I think it hurts uh, our feelings, but we we assume a lot of people do it that I way. I really think
1: long and hard about those episode descriptions. I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. And I make him do it because I'm lazy.
2: <laughs> hey, wh- wh- you know
3: what? I've definitely spent way too much time on the episode descriptions for like retro Obscura, so I, I totally understand them. And I'm like, you know what? I should just make this easy on myself and not I used to like do all these timestamps. I'm like, who cares? No more. <laughs> There's only Like oh, two yeah. people who care.
1: What's a timestamp? It's a Doctor Who memorabilia stamp from the post office. Oh, That's right.
2: <laughs> so what were we going to say, Nick? Sorry, we got a little tangent. I, I, I was, was going to compliment you guys. That's pretty much the best part about playing Bubsy is I turned down the volume. I listened to a uh, episode of Retro Blust.
1: Oh,
2: well. a <laughs> good Bubsy background fodder. <laughs> <Potter. laughs>
3: yeah. Well, the best part is that you can turn. Yeah, you've got the option to turn off sound effects or the
1: music or both. Which is a bad sign Every game that does that It's a bad sign Yeah That's why we're gonna
0: We're gonna offer that same uh, Service to our podcast
1: Yeah (laughs) You can turn off the sound You can turn off the sound And still listen Yeah
3: Fantastic
2: Five stars Five stars Five stars Oh Hey what do you call a cat That was caught by the police I don't know Cat-naps. A perpetrator. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, this go with like cat buckler. <laughs> it's always worse than I think it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it goes. <laughs> hey,
3: you know what my daughter's name is? What's that? Cat.
2: That's right. It is.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not a joke. There's truth. It's the truth, man. <laughs> truth bomb. Truth
3: bomb. You know, it's my oldest one. He's all was meowing at me all the time. Like, and uh, when I say, Hey Bella, you need to clean your room, he should be like, Yeah, you're not a cat.
2: She's just like, I don't want to do it, so I'm gonna be cute. That's how how do you respond, respond to that's that? That's how kids are. Yeah, that's just how she
0: is. I do that now, and my mom's like, You're 34, shut up. Got <laughs> the garbage, boy. Yeah. <laughs> this is. This is why you're alone. She
1: says. She says all these things to me. Alright, we can only be dishonest (laughs) on our podcast.
0: (laughs) I'm gonna cry now. Sometimes you cry in public. (laughs) Oh, why's your face look that way? I was bored with it.
2: Maybe it's Maybelline.
4: Maybe it's Maybelline.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a uh, retrofitted achievement. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> you want to do a segway? Oh. <laughs> I
3: think so. I don't know. I don't a segue have A,
2: a second way. I don't have anything else to say. I, I hit all my. You guys talked about the stupid death animations, right? That was one of my notes. It literally says stupid death animations. Got that out of the way. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. So the,
3: okay. So the most frustrating part in this game, and I, even with save states, I had to retry the section over and over again. It's the end of the wrath level. And there's one last part where you think, oh, I can just glide to the finish line. No, as soon as you you glide, he goes right in the tank and drowns. Mm. And you have to, like, jump up on a platform. And the problem is the game's zoomed in so much uh, that it's hard to really see. So you have to look down. You see, like, this um, rotating platform thing. You jump on it. And then there's a raft that kind of floats by. But the problem is when enemies collide with another object, they actually push them back. So you come down here, and it'll randomly, like, be pushing back the other way because there's an alligator you have to jump on. Well, if you jump on the alligator, half the time you will die because the game thinks you're drowning. So you have to get lucky enough to, like, have the raft generate on the screen and float by without the alligator pushing it back. So that was fun. Um, (laughs) And then the boss of that level is even more fun because it's like... Uh, it throws something that takes out your raft one uh, peg at a time and so you're pretty much just trying to hang on for dear life um, hang in there um, and yeah it's it's fun, fun I guess time.
1: I will say now I think uh, Aaron's going to be a little bit more negative than me on this game and I think I have to hand it to him because I think he uh he persevered through it and he deserves that. Hate, <laughs> yeah. He earned that. Hate. I've yeah. earned it. Deserves it's right. been brewing since I was <laughs> a kid.
0: But if you would have done like us and again played Bubsy 2 beforehand, I think you would have given this game a little bit of a little freeway. <laughs> play Bubsy on so so Game
3: Boy is what you should do.
0: Oh no! <laughs> I refuse. I already got to play Bubsy 3D. <laughs> and
3: then play uh, Bubsy uh, Fractureberry Furry Tales. Yeah, what's Jaguar. the new
0: one? What's the new one going to be called? That's the other uh, big news. He's coming back. Yeah, back, everybody. Yeah,
1: he's coming oh, back. Oh, no, the Woolies. Oh, I'm sorry. I know we're trying to move on, but the Woolies were terrible enemies. I just have to say that. Yeah, <laughs> they're not. They were terrible. So the lack of imagination kind of killed yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay, were... so retrofitted achievements.
2: <laughs> dun, dun, dun.
3: <laughs> the
2: Genesis Gems retrofitted achievements. Yeah, I have three of them. Uh, I have yeah, two. Me too. two. Hey, oh, okay. I have three. Okay. Well, my first one is uh, was very uh, influenced by watching Austin Powers so much. And uh, this is called, Why Won't You Die? And that's uh, wishing the Bubsy animation would just end already, because I got sick of it right now. <laughs> right
3: oh, on. you mean like when you run into a wall?
2: <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, did yeah. I, am I dying? Or am I, yeah.
3: So. Yeah, you run into a wall, and then the birds fly around, and it takes like, feels like ten seconds yeah. so for them to wake days. up. To away. just get up or die alright so who's next uh, I'll go next um, so my first one is mission impossible
2: <laughs> and that's uh, <laughs>
1: beat the game without getting hit wow that is impossible Yeah, <laughs> impossible you can go ahead you go ahead so my first one I'm way above these puns you guys are doing it's just be claws <laughs> <laughs> And that's intentionally jump in the very first pit in level one and die. (laughs) Just
0: because. Just because. uh, Guys, did you know that if you play both Bubsy 1 and Bubsy 2 in one night, you unlock the achievement. Where did I go wrong with my life?
4: (laughs) (laughs) I like it.
2: Well, this is kind of generic now that everyone's already kind of beat me to it, but uh, this is called a perfect, and that's getting through a level without dying.
4: (laughs) Nice. Oh my
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, My next one is. Now, listen here. And that's Meow,
1: by the way.
4: <laughs> uh. Play the
1: game without sound effects. <laughs> huh. My next one is Catastrophe. And that's. what allows <laughs> falling into the water in the third level. <laughs> catastrophe.
0: Which is what Trevor did. Yes. Uh, if you guys play Bubsy 2 before you play Bubsy 1, you unlock the achievement. That wasn't so bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and my last one is uh, Up Up and Away That's uh, gliding to the end uh, Without really knowing where you're going you just, Did you guys ever do that Just kind of hit, yes. hit the end of the stage yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: But you, gotta, you gotta get some like, serious momentum yeah, going, yeah. Where you glide yeah.
2: straight down yeah.
3: I have been well, like, getting really frustrated With the game and then I just glide to my death Yeah
2: <laughs> Suicide
1: bomber <laughs> Were you out of uh, You out, outreach, Aaron?
3: Uh, yeah, I only had two.
1: Okay. Uh, my last one was, what could possibly go wrong? And that's playing Bubsy 2 instead. <laughs> 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 Alright, uh, my last one
0: is uh, is there a breeze and you unlock that if you play as a mascot that doesn't wear pants.
4: <laughs> oh,
0: <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so many different games unlock this one, actually.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Alright guys, well let's ask that big question. Is this game a gem?
4: Is this game a Genesis gem? Is it good? Or is it garbage?
2: Um, so Critical Reception actually surprised me a little bit. Um, I went to Moby, MobyGames.com like I always do, and the critic score for this was a 73 out of 100. Uh, a lot higher than I thought it would be, because we all know Bubsy gets that bad rap, so that's just kind of the way that goes. Um... Some notable reviews, though. Uh, There are a lot of bigger companies that put reviews out for this, but I am going to give one of the more higher scores. Uh, Power Unlimited in September '93 gave this game a 90 out of 100. And it says uh Bubsy Clause. Oh well, no I can't read because it's in a different language. Um <laughs> <laughs> <trying> to, folks. <laughs> Let's uh go to a different one. How about Nintendo magazine system UK? Uh this is from July of ninety three. So that's all that's in English. Yeah, yeah, UK, right? <laughs> a solid effort from Acol won't do that. A solid effort <laughs> from accolade that looks and sounds impressive, but is only just above average when it matters most. So there you go. Um, so we did, again, ask you listeners what you thought of this game. And if you'd like to get involved in that, please join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group Genesis So let's go to the comments. Uh, first one comes from Stephen Michael. He says, I just picked this game up on the Super Nintendo, so I'm sure that's the inferior version. Uh, Stephen, you can jump off a bridge. All right, next one is uh, from Christopher <laughs> Kellogg. Uh, he says, I've honestly never played, uh, played this. I've seen the advertisements in GamePro before, never got the chance. Looks like I'm going to hunt it down and give it a go. Uh, The next one comes from Adam Miller. Says, it has a terrible reputation, but it's not that bad. The instant death is probably the biggest issue. If the yarn worked like Sonic Rings, then I'd be good. As such, I'd place it on the border of garbage and good. Uh, The next one comes from Steven Patterson. Oh, I think its reputation is well-deserved. It's dire. Brian Jellison says, it was fun back in the day, but not a gem, I would say good. Uh, Andrew Coed says, I have never played it. I'm aware it does not have a great reputation. Going to be interested to hear what this all-star cast has to say. If it's as bad as its reputation, I find it funny. The Retro Bliss guys are joining for this game. Trevor and Johnny sure are gluttons for punishment. You will need to have them back on for a good game. Like, say, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. (laughs) Hint, 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 nudge, nudge, nudge there you go maybe
0: maybe it is a, that is a good that game
2: though a, yep. yeah maybe we'll do yeah. that <laughs> uh joe copel says it's better than its reputation but it isn't good i can guarantee this will be along the lines of last battle uh ken Cazimall says the first game wasn't so bad i had i rented it several times because my brother and i swore we were going to beat it at first i wasn't very fond of it i thought it was just a sonic ripoff but the more my brother and i played it the more the more it grew on us We'd go with my parents on Sundays after church and go to the Blockbuster video. We'd rent it every time until we finally beat it. it. Took us about three rental weekends to finally conquer that beast. Conquer that beast. The only real annoying part of the game is the repetitive catchphrases that Bubsy would spew out of his mouth. I think what I liked the most was spending time with my little brother, watching him get so mad at the game. It really made me laugh so hard. So some of it up I'd say it's a gem of a memory. Uh, Eric Purcell says, much like ET on the Atari 2600, people love the crap on this game. I have a feeling most of them have never played it. It's definitely not as bad as as most say it is. However, it isn't as fantastic. It isn't a fantastic game either. The flaws, which have mostly already been mentioned, uh, that weigh it down. That, Did you say flaws or claws? I think he said claws. <laughs> 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 that and the fact that Buzz, Buzz, I can't say Bubsy anymore. That and the fact that Bubsy had to be too cool for school. That almost, ne- that almost never translated well. Just look at Shadow the Hedgehog. If you have any doubts about that. All in all, I'd <laughs> say this game might scrape out of a good rating. It's far from a gem, but I don't think I'd put it in the garbage heap either. I suppose one way to make it more enjoyable would be to turn off the sound so you don't have to hear the same annoying lines over and over again. <laughs> good good call. Uh, Chadwick Call says, never played it on the Genesis. I'm probably one of the very few that loves it for the SNES. And the last one comes from Jim Jones. Jim Jones, Jim. Jim. Says, never played it, but judging by the above comments, I never will. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like uh, most. I was a little shocked because we all know about the reputation of this game. And I even remember sending Aaron a message saying, it's not as bad as what people make it out to be. Um, you know, for me. I did get incredibly frustrated when I first popped it in. I got through the first few stages. I'm like, okay, this isn't so bad. And I even kind of had a test with my kids. My four-year-old uh, started to play, and he actually liked it. He told me um, he's he's not he, he likes the platformer, and the mascots, and everything. So uh, I, I'm kind of on the fence about this. But the problem is, the more I played it, the more angry I got. Uh, I posted a video last night of me just like I, I know I did that for for you know kicks and giggles, but that was, that was actually how angry I was at this game. i constantly dying. I couldn't, get, I couldn't get any further than, like, I think I made it to the sixth chapter, and that was on a on a very focused time for this game. So, um, I hate to do this, but I am going to call this game garbage. What do you, what do you guys think?
3: I'll,
1: Who's I'll next? Let, uh, you go first, Trevor. <sighs> this is tough, because, uh, just coming off Bubsy 2, I think, has tainted my opinion. <laughs> Um, I, I want to be honest about one thing first of all we did make it to the 6th level legit and then we used the cheat code to just check out all the rest of the levels so but I, I will say by the time we got to the 6th level I was getting more and more frustrated and I think if we had legit tried to play through the whole game my opinion would be lower
4: <laughs>
1: but I don't know I, it's not a gym. like there's no question it, 5 minutes in I knew it wasn't a gym. But I can't call it garbage because it's, I don't know, to me, if you really look at the whole Genesis platform or library, to me it kind of sits in the middle. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely more frustrating than average, but I think it's just kind of a flawed average game. So for me, it's good, but on the low end of good, not on the gym end of good. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) But, but very, very frustrating.
0: I would have to agree with pretty much everything you said there. Again... The issue with us is we played a much worse, worse game that was Bubsy 2 than this. So this was way better. It felt at least, the at very least, a little more focused, which is saying something. And it just, it's not, it's not a gem. I agree with you. I wouldn't call this a gem. But again, I also couldn't call this garbage. I would say this was just adequate.
3: Yeah. Oh man, I'm the tiebreaker. Watch yeah. out. Whoo! Having played through the whole game folks i would say the first three levels maybe four levels are pretty decent but then as you keep playing the game and keep dying uh, and keep dying and (laughs) suffer the same fate um yeah i was gonna give it a i was gonna give it a garbage i really was but something inside me is saying no. You know, give Bubsy a chance. Uh,
4: it's probably Bubsy. <laughs> you know, she, it's,
2: probably fur, it's probably like a fur ball. You need to cough out. <laughs> right.
3: Call me once. Shame on me. You got cat
2: scratch fever.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Call me twice. Shame on you. Um. So, I guess I'm gonna say so. <laughs> Can we just come up with a new category? Uh, good bitch? Well,
2: here's. Yeah, yeah, I, I said that. <laughs> That's on, exactly what I wanted to say. <laughs> I said that on the yeah, Facebook too. I will agree with good bitch. <laughs> Well, and, and here's the thing. So I pulled up the ranking sheet and I, I made I know ra- where I'd put it. Yeah, it, it's definitely better than Chester Cheetah 2.4. It's, be- <laughs> it's better than Last Battle, okay? Yes, yes. And, and it's probably better. I had more fun with it than I did Crystal's Ponytail. And I liked it better than Chester Cheetah. So I guess that kind of defaults to the good anyways, even though I want to yeah. call it garbage. <laughs> so we can put it between... Uh,
3: so coming in at number 47, we have Jurassic Park. Just below Jerry Glendale's pigskin foot brawl. Uh, which you need to correct that title, by the way. It's foot brawl.
2: I'm doing it right now.
3: Okay. Uh, and so we have Jurassic Park at 47... And then you wanted to slot that. Uh, Bubsy above Chester Cheetah to cool yes. C4. Ro-
2: Rob now, Luther we haven't... Rob Luther would yeah. disagree with me.
3: But... He will disagree with you, <laughs> but we haven't played the other Chester Cheetah game on the podcast. We have yet. not.
2: <laughs> do we want to? <laughs> Depends. How many cat games do you want to play? Not not enough. <laughs> not that
4: many. <laughs> Alright.
2: So I guess we can lay the gavel down and call this good. And uh, as Aaron mentioned, thanks for doing that, Aaron. Uh, we always like to give a shout-out to Phil Anderson, who made sure that we announced what the number yes. is going in. Great points. So. And, by the way,
3: Phil, congratulations on however many episodes you have now, this was his very first episode back in 2014. He covered Bubsy. Yep, yep. For episode number one. What a brave soul.
2: A very brave soul. <laughs> a lot of guys get their fame uh, by covering bad games. <laughs> Retro Bliss. But, but he, uh, <laughs> uh, the best thing about <laughs> Bill... No, we're
3: just idiots. <laughs> get it straight. Yeah. I, I would say There's the, best different thing about,
4: mix. <laughs>
2: the
3: best thing about Bill is that he gives an honest, objective opinion yeah. of the game, and he does not go for cheap shots. Not like, he plays the game... And then he'll give an honest opinion of what he thought about it. And and that could go against the grain. Uh, like, he's one of the people that who actually rates E.T. quite a bit h- higher than um, some other games on Atari 2600. Because there are some real stinkers on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, kudos to Phil. I also wanted to mention... That uh, yes, Bubsy, uh, Bubsy one and two, you can buy them in a collector pack. I think for $4.99 on Steam. Why would you do that? Well, you can. <laughs> um, it's there. Just letting you know that. But I'm just gonna let you know right now, you're paying money for emulation. It's basically just Bubsy one and two running in an SNES emulator, SNES 9x to be exact. That's literally all it is. <laughs>
2: Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> Alright guys. Well, um, for our next game, Aaron, I'm gonna go old school with us here. Remember how I talked about that new that app I got? I, I redownloaded re it. downloaded, it's the app that uh Rob Luther and I always talked about, the uh the one that makes you smarter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Genesis Mega Drive <laughs> app. Well Rob and I used to do this thing where we would pick a random game and basically we would just scroll through the app as fast as <laughs> we can and stop our finger on the game and that was what we played. So, I'm doing this live right now, so you listeners know. Because uh-huh. we, we... I, I, I want to try to get back into this random pick. So, here we go. I'm going, I'm, I'm going, I'm going. I'm into the D's. I'm into the E's. Not Adventures of Bam.
4: Mark, please.
2: Jordan versus... No, we're not doing another sports game. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we covered
2: that game. <laughs> mercs. We're going to cover Mercs. Oh, Ooh. nice. Yeah. Okay. Not bad. <laughs> Merk. That's an expensive game too. I'm going to buy that. So we'll talk about that Woo! next time. But yeah, Mercs will be the next game we cover on Genesis Gems. Excited about that one. So I have it. I have it the more on some compilation. I yeah, I have it on a compilation that's somewhere. It's
3: the sequel to Commando, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Okay. Okay. I think it might be on my at Games uh, amazing handheld console.
4: <laughs> I'm kidding, <laughs> kidding.
2: Not amazing there at all. There you go. But uh, hey, guys, Richard. Guys, you guys uh, do one more. um Shout out to where we can find you all. Promote yourself. Here. Oh, the
1: van down by the river.
2: Yeah. Oh, I don't know if we know how to do this self-promotion thing. Trevor,
0: can you please take this away for us?
1: Well, uh, look for Retro Bliss on iTunes or Stitcher. Find us on Instagram or Facebook. Just look for Retro Bliss. And I'm going <laughs> to get the web address. <laughs> Twitter. Yeah. Aaron's pushed me back into Twitter. I've abandoned Twitter. We all didn't back, believe
0: in it at first, but now we're, believe we're believers yet again. I believe again.
1: I'm going to give the web address for the Back Issues Comic Book Podcast Network, but it's a mouthful. It's BICBP-radio.com.
0: That's right. And also, just real quick, you can find uh, me and my art at dozen 28 on Instagram. You can check me out there. And also on that same network, I have another show called History Creeps. That's where we just talk about the strange, weird things in in our history. Cool.
1: But those don't matter. Just Blist.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you should check out Johnny's art, though. It's really good stuff. Yeah, and I think Trevor stuff. does something too. Maybe he just takes up space.
0: Oh, but he does um, it well.
3: He does. He's a handsome. I love no, you Trevor. I'm just,
0: just kidding, buddy. <laughs> He's so sad that he just took that.
3: This is true. I'm just He's taking it in. in. Just
0: you
4: know, no, like
3: person. I, I was on Retro retrobliss. I think I complimented Johnny on his art then and Trevor's like, I don't do anything. I don't do anything.
0: <laughs> I try to tell I him I do it really well. That's literally the only thing I get compliments for. I It's take for th- nothing else. Not the kind of person I am or how I smell.
1: That's why I let you have it. Yeah. I take pictures for our Instagram account, Bliss. He does. Sometimes they're funny.
3: Sometimes. And you guys <laughs> be. And you always want- good?
2: We regularly. Well, let's not yeah. get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> I don't know if that's a skill or not, but it's a good thing, yes. <laughs> I
0: don't bathe regularly.
1: <laughs> sure, I'm not a very good person. <laughs> I pick my scabs. <laughs> I don't know what this is from. I know we're quoting something. It's Chris Farty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I may live in a van down by the river. <laughs> yeah, they said that earlier. I it. Oh, okay. You don't pay attention. <laughs> Where are we?
0: Thanks for having us, we're, guys. Oh, yeah. We're at the Thanks end of the episode.
2: Yeah, we're somewhere at the end of the episode. By the magic of editing, I could make that sound good, but sometimes I enjoy the, uh, <laughs> the banter.
0: Don't just leave it like it is. Yeah. We, we don't sound good. We believe in
2: sounding like us. Well, we don't have a producer like you guys, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> They can only do so much. Yeah. I'm over here with a sock on my microphone. <laughs> I wish I would have put a clean sock on here. Now I'm going to get sick.
3: No, I've done that. I did that where I was like, oh, this is a good sock. No, this is not a good sock. <laughs>
2: That's my wife. Like, yeah,
3: sock. Do you have any pantyhose I
2: can put on this microphone? She's like, what? How do you need pantyhose? On? I was like, fine, I'll use a sock. <laughs> your wife has a funny voice that's exactly how she sounds she's a a gorgeous lady (laughs) funny voice (laughs) alright well guys on behalf of Retro Bliss, thank you guys so much for being here. Really appreciate that. We'll definitely do it again. Maybe we'll do Bubsy too, since you guys have so much, so much experience with it. Oh, oh, don't <laughs> go do
0: that again. We've already done it.
2: They're gonna do it on their show. Sounds yep. like the zombies ate my neighbors. Maybe we'll do that in October for a Halloween thing. That'd yeah. be fun. Yeah,
0: I like how that sounds. Yeah, let's that do that. That sounds much better. Let's ink that. We deserve in. A good game.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. No, but we could, we'll
2: take it. We'll, we'll ink that into the very very tentative schedule we have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys. We uh, thank you all so much. Uh, please go check our website out at www.jesusjimspodcast.com for all the links we mentioned. Uh, appreciate all the uh, patron givers out there. I always struggle as a patron. You know, it's the Patreon. Pa- the, the, the site's Patreon, but you call the people patrons. It's funny. Anyways, oh, yeah. thank you all so much for that. We really appreciate it. It's really helping us out, uh, pay those hosting fees and whatnot, and whatnot. So please keep that up. And uh, guys, if there's nothing else, we'll catch you all later hey real, real quick what do cats find out after winning the lottery what was that
3: Yeah, money no problems
2: <laughs> oh oh man notorious C-A- kept, notorious cat
0: these kept getting better and better we should have paused
2: for effect. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to claw out of this show yeah. what do you
3: call a feline with a short haircut a bobcat of course
2: oh <laughs> of course, oh. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that was a hairdo oh, wow
4: Alright, I'm done. right.
2: It's time to bury this turd (laughs) in the litter. We'll see (laughs) you guys (laughs) Alright, later, guys. (laughs) See ya. We would like to give a big thank you to the following patrons Chris Vanderhoff, Jared Adams, Daniel Tolan, Andrew Coed, Stephen Govdich, Brody Peddle, Otto Gregerson, Rob Luther, Jim Jones Jim, Matt Daly, Ross Beck, Alex, Bastian Nocera, Alex Ray, Jason Wilson, Bradley Smith, Alan Tracy, Trevor Franklin, Andy Layton, NZ17, John Grayson, Joshua Witt, Landon Long, and Michael. Thank you for being a gem.